Hi, welcome to the Haven Youth Church Podcast. We want to thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message encourages you and empowers you to be all God created you to be. We love you. Welcome to the family. If you have your Bible, turn to the book of Psalms, 91st chapter. We're going to read verse 3. How many brought your Bible tonight? The word of God, the bread of life. His word is true. His word is fixed. It's constant. It doesn't change. The CDC has changed their their stance on the mask and this coronavirus a hundred thousand times. And people talking about, oh, these people don't believe in science. What science? What science? You haven't produced any yet. We don't have enough data, so quit acting like there's science out there. Of course, we're spect- we're we're confused and a little, uh, you know, look with a little bit of uh, speculation at what you're saying because you keep changing. Well, the good news is His Word doesn't change. Amen. And so we go to His Word every week here at Haven. We esteem His Word, Psalm 91, verse three. You ready for this? The Word declares, "For He will deliver you." Somebody say, thank God. Hallelujah. A God that still delivers. Who still sets free. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. Verse 4, he will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. I want to speak to us on this thought tonight. The snare is broken. The snare is broken. I need you to say that back to me in a prophetic voice in your spirit. I need you to say it back. The snare is broken. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, we invite you to awaken faith, God. For those in the house, Lord, that have long been caught in the snare of the fowler of the enemy, awaken hope and faith, God, that you still deliver, that you've come in this room tonight to break every bondage, every chain of darkness, God, that they can fly high again on the path to destiny and purpose. In the name of Jesus, the snare is broken. A snare is set by a fowler. And we don't, we don't talk about fowlers today, so we've got to set this up just a little bit. A fowler was an actual job title in the days of the Bible where a man would go and he would set a trap, he would bait the trap, and he would try to get that which flew high to come low because he knew as a man he could not get to where the bird was, so he had to get the bird to where he was. And I need you to know tonight that the enemy cannot come near where you are when you're walking in the purpose of God in the plan of God and so he is dead set on setting a trap he's baiting that trap so that you that are flying high might come low and in a moment find yourself in a trap in a snare and he would use all kinds of techniques and all kinds of different baits and and, and, and different, uh, different weapons to do this uh, and he would find himself find himself seated near the trap and hiding. 
If we got any hunters in the room, you know what it means to set a trap, so to speak. I've brought, uh, I've brought my fellow duck hunter um, with me tonight, Brother Austin. Can you give Brother Austin a round of applause? <clears throat> Austin has, has began to teach me how to, how to hunt different species of birds and ducks. And so when, when you're hunting for a bird or a duck, okay, he got me into and sparked my, my interest in turkey hunting this, this uh, past fall. And uh, right in the middle of COVID, I guess it was spring. And so right in the middle of COVID, I found myself pretty restless. We scouted uh, the area. We, we, located the, we located the turkey, the gobblers. Did you, did you bring a box or anything like that? Okay. And so we located the... What is that? Okay, well, yeah, get that ready. So we, we uh, located where these, these birds were, were, were roosting. And then we began to, we began to set, set up a blind began to, to covertly disguise an area. We would come in early or late when the birds were not, were not wandering in the fields, right? Because the first, the first step in setting any type of, uh, of bait is to not announce that what you're setting is actually bait in a trap. We don't go out there and, and pose ourselves as birds, Right? I have a very good natural turkey call. <clears throat> it's been a rough week, like Jessica said, but we'll try to get it going here. You ready? Now we can compare this to his diaphragm. <clears throat> this is going to be rough. strut maybe <clears throat> and so we don't get out there in the middle of the field and start making calls right and start strutting around like a turkey because the turkey clearly is going to understand that's a trap right and so you've got to do it in a deceptive way and sometimes you got to even bring back up forces who actually know what they're doing now I had gone out I had gone give him a turkey call really quick And so I went out by myself, never been turkey hunting. I don't know if I've told you this story or not. Maybe I have. Um, I've never been turkey hunting. All I did was go scouting with, with Austin. And, and I found myself in my blind with my call. I'm working this box. And all of a sudden, right on top of me are four jakes. And they're going crazy. And so they hear, they hear the, the fake hen call, right? 
And so they hear the voice of this, of this hen, and they're all around me, and I'm shaking, right? I'm pulling up my gun I'm like this, you know? And so my heart's beating out of my chest. I've hunted deer all my life. Uh, well, since I was a teenager, I've hunted deer, and, and this didn't really compare to deer hunting. These things are yelling at you. They're looking around, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And so I'm peeking up over the blind, right? Boom! Pick out the one. Understand, I'm freaking out at this point. I lose all sense of, of logic and reason. I don't know what I'm allowed to shoot, what I'm not allowed to shoot. I don't know if it's a Tom, if it's a Jake, if it's a hen. I, I'm looking for, for a beard. I don't know. Like, and so I'm just going to pick one and shoot, and we'll figure it out later. That's what I did. And so I shot, and, and in, a, in that moment, my, I went flying. My feet went over my head. I'm on, the, on my back because I took a tripod seat. I'm on my back, and I'm like, what, what's going like literally I didn't know it was like a dream I didn't know what was going on and so uh so then I jump back up and I look over the blind and all the bird are gone except for one he's still on his feet and I'm like this this sucker <laughs> right so fool me once shame on me and so then I got that gun back up there I'm a little more steady this time boom I didn't fall and I'm looking and that bird's still just stoic as can be I'm like this must be the this must be the dawn. And then it hit me. That's my decoy. <laughs> and so, sometimes it doesn't work out, right? But we're not talking tonight about a rookie fowler. We're talking about, we're talking about the enemy of your soul that has been hunting and trapping since page 2 of your Bible who's been walking in the garden and whispering in the ear of one Eve trying to convince her that what she already had she yet needed and you must know tonight that you already bear the image of God and in Christ Jesus you are complete and every time he tells you you have lack and every time he tells you you have need you better know he's trying to get you to take chase the ghost you already got what he's trying to convince you you need and so he's a an experienced fowler and a trapper and understand that what he does he does first in secret if you knew it was a trap you never would have went there if you knew, if you knew the quick fix, if you knew the, the shortened route to happiness, this is what the birds see is a, an easy prey. They see an easy meal. And so they fly down. And before they know it, as they are enjoying what seems like a meal, a manna from heaven, in a moment they're captured. And some of you even now have not awakened to the reality of the food at which you eat is a trap. So he sets it in secret. And he sets it, get this, in your season. You can't just hunt bird, any kind of bird, anytime. But there's a season for a specific species. Right now, is it geese? Teal. Do you have a teal call? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Can I tell you that the enemy knows your season? 
He knows when to set the trap. You may have been enjoying flying like, I'm not in no trap, baby. I swerved the trap house. Make no mistake, he knows your season. And there is a trap designed for you. He knows your season. And he picks it. Usually in times of great loss. Right after a breakup, when your heart becomes vulnerable, right after an argument with mom and dad, in a season of COVID, when one side saying this, one side saying that, and the church is making this decision, and church leaders are saying this, and all of a sudden you find yourself in disagreement, and all of this internal struggle is going on, it could be that the fowler is hunting you. Sometimes the season isn't in, in a period of uh, a period of, uh, of of great loss, but in a wake of a great victory. David had just come back from battle, yet to lose, undefeated, champion of the day, a season of victory. But it was his season for a trap. And he found himself on a roof. The Bible says it was a time when kings were at war. But David was on a roof, relaxing. Oh, just enough. She wasn't over there bathing. If she just would have covered up a little bit. As if David didn't know when Bathsheba was bathing. In a season. The enemy knows your season. And you may have thought, you may have, you may have just just assumed that, that maybe it's just a this is just something I'm going through right now, or 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 you may have come to the to the conclusion that God is just gonna work things out, but understand that the enemy works in seasons just like God does, and he is waiting for a season when you are most vulnerable, and he gets to pick the time and in the moment, and I promise you, he doesn't work on your clock, he works on his clock, and he's been scouting you, and he's been watching you, and he's been watching your patterns, and he knows, he knows the people, he begins to trace you, See, what we did is we went out and we began to watch where those birds were gathering and what time they would come out. And then we drove around the property uh, in a big loop and figured out where they were in the afternoon and where they were in the evening. And we had patterned them. We knew where their food was and we knew where their rest was. And the Lord, the enemy who's pattering you, he doesn't know your thoughts. He's not omniscient. But you give him, you give him every time you get with that boy and you begin to engage in those actions you indicate to the enemy this is a person that if you can get me alone with him long enough at the right season in the right moment I'm going to fall every time you get with that girl every time you get with that group every time you get with that clique every time you go to that to that house the enemy knows and he's 
And he's pattering every step that you've made. And it may have been just a hiccup here and a hiccup there, but it's a trap. And you may be enjoying the fruit in this moment, but make no mistake, the trap will be sprung. The trap will be sprung. So he's set in secret, and he sets it in a season, and he sets it specifically. Taylor makes it for you. What other calls do you have? Okay, let me hear a wood dove. That doesn't sound sound like the pintail. It doesn't sound like the turkey. That's the wood duck. Do you understand that the enemy knows your area of weakness? And he has designed a trap for you. But the good news is you were never designed for a trap. He has designed a trap for you, but there's hope because don't fret and don't look now, but you were never designed for a trap. You were designed to keep course. You were designed as an arrow to be launched on a course and a trajectory to fulfill your God-given purpose, and you do have a purpose and mandate, and you do have a mandate in the earth. That's why sin is defined as missing the mark. That's all it's defined as is when I miss the mark, I've been launched on a trajectory as an eagle flies, as an eagle flies from point A to point B on a particular trajectory, sin causes me to dip down low. I get distracted from the course that I'm flying on. And so because the fowler can't come to where I am, he has to bring me to where he is and I fall for a trap because he tailor makes and designs a trap for me. And all of our traps aren't the same. Some of you, your biggest trap is bay. Well, it's going all right right now. But what if bay is bait? Well, how do I know? How am I supposed to know if bay is bait? How do I know if it's a trap? Did you have to fly low? Did you have to change course? Did you have to compromise? If you did, it's probably a pretty good indication that bay is not bay. It's a trap. He designs a trap for you. Give us some more. really good. 
I don't know what you think of when you hear the song Talk Dirty to Me, but that's what, that's what I, I mean, I don't listen to that. I'm just saying, like, when I hear, like, that's, talk, never mind. So, it's a trap. That's a trap. It's interesting that that each each voice is different depending on what I'm trying to attract. But each voice that I'm hearing is an imitation. And to the untrained ear, it sounds like a real mallard. And depending on my season, Depending on how, how much I'm, I just want to feel, I just want to feel loved. I want to feel significant. So I start looking for my significance in people. I start looking for my significance in success. I start looking for my significance in my work. In my fit. That's a real thing. In my social media presence. And all kinds of things, depending on who you are, how well I perform on the field, or how well I perform for my bay. And if he's not happy, then I must be incomplete, or I must be, I must, I must not be worth it, or I must not be enough yet. It's a ghost. You already have it. You already have it. You're already fearfully and wonderfully made. You're already beautiful. And every time he says you need to wear this or you need to do this or you need to do that, you better recognize it's a false voice. It's an imitation. You already got it. Don't go chasing a ghost. You can't capture it. And so he tags us in our season. Esau was in a season. Of weakness. And it's interesting that sometimes that in our season of weakness, it's the people that we're supposed to trust that set the trap. Esau comes out of the field and he's weak. He thinks he's going to die. And Jacob says, I've got some porridge for you, brother. You've been working out in the field. I just spend. I just been chatting online to, to hot babes and uh, cooking some porridge. That was like a weird chip. Like, never mind. <clears throat> and so East Jacob finds Esau in a season of weakness. And he, he sets a trap, and he deceives and robs him of his birthright, what was already his. He gives away because of the wrong voice in his ear. And Eve 
gave away her God-given birthright as the daughter of God with dominion made in his image and in his likeness. But the devil says, if you eat of this fruit of this tree, you'll be like God. She was already like God, but she fell in a moment of weakness because she thought that this God who she thought was good, she had a moment of fogginess and she thought maybe he's withholding from me. And she sells her birthright because of a wrong voice in her ear. And a wrong voice will never get you to the right destination. And a wrong voice will always give you wrong directions. Whose voice is in your ear? Some of you are in the trap, the snare tonight of the fowler. fowler. You may not know it because it feels all right right now. The Holy Spirit is going to give you discernment. This is what we've. This is what everybody's already already been 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 edifying you and exhorting you. Check yourself. Check yourself. Check your heart. Get on your face. Holy Spirit, search me. Make room for me. Make room for him. Whose voice... Is giving you direction. Are you one that always runs to the one that winks at your sin? That's a trap. Are you one that that always runs to the one that's stuck in the same snare that you're in? And you look to them for advice? Are you running to the one that you know is already bitter? That already have discussed with the leadership who's trying to guide you, who've been placed by God? over your life to help guide you to destination, to purpose and mandate? Are you going to the one that's already disgruntled and already in rebellion? Who's in your ear? It matters. It matters. It matters the voice that you're listening to. Well, How do I discern? Is what they say lining up with his word? Well, I don't see, that's where, (laughs) you know, now that you said it. I just read the Bible differently. And I just read it through the lens of my experience. And, you know, a lot of people think a lot of different things about the word. And so I love Jesus and I know that he loves me. (laughs) And so I'm just, you know, some of the Bibles is the, you know, the Bibles. The Bibles. It's old, the Bibles. 
And I said this last week. This was a cliffhanger. I said this last week. We want Jesus without his word. But you cannot divorce Jesus from his word. Jesus is his word. He is his word. And so I can't pretend that Jesus, Jesus loves me, this I know. Hold on. Where are you getting that truth from? Oh, it's the Bible. It's his word. It's not the preacher. It's not my, my it's not it's not my favorite podcast that I lean to. It's his word. And I can't divorce him from his word. And so how do I discern what is true? How do I know what is right? I lean into his word that does not change. I lean into Holy Spirit who guides me and leads me into all truth. I run into where he is and I trust that the God that I serve is good. His word is true. And God is good because his word says he's good. God is good and no other is good. I'm not good. You're not good. Your mama's not good. But God is good. And I take him at his word. And if his word is causing me to sidestep this pit, if it's causing me to step in this direction, I must know that there's a snare. I must know that the fowler is near. And so I take him at his word. I trust him as a good shepherd who's gone before me, who's already, who's already circled the table of the mountain. And he's begun to inspect for every snake and every insect that would cause me harm and every poisonous plant. And he began to remove and uproot and destroy everything that would cause harm to me. He leads me into the table and the very presence of my enemy so that I might have pasture and peace. He goes before me. And I take him at his word and I trust him. Can you trust him tonight? Listen, some of you have heard the fowler. You've heard the call of the fowler. And you're convinced tonight, no, he doesn't love me. That works for others, but it just doesn't work for me. And I don't know why it doesn't work for me, but it doesn't work for me. It's a wrong voice. Do you hear me? I know deliverance, it sounds good, but, and it makes for a good service, but sermon, sermon, but it, doesn't, it doesn't work for me. Identify the sound that you've given your ear to. Because we come tonight not to, to preach to you about the snare, but we've come to preach to you tonight that the snare is broken in the name of Jesus. It's not a matter of whether or not you find yourself in a snare tonight. It's a matter of whether or not you will allow the God who breaks snares to come to your rescue. It's not a matter if you were flying high yesterday, but you find yourself low today. Will you stay low or will you take flight again? The Bible says a just man falls seven times. He finds himself ensnared, not once, not twice, but again and again and again. But what makes him righteous isn't that he, that he doesn't fall. It's not that he stays in flight. It's that he gets out of the snare. There's a fowler that hates you. 
as the image bearer of Christ Jesus, he hates you. He hates you to the level that God loves you. And you've been trying to figure out why it's been so hard for you. Why everything's so contrary. Why everything's such a battle. I'll tell you why, baby. Because you're loved by God. And the more he loves you, the more the enemy hates you. And he chases you. And he plants devices to destroy you and bring you down. But tonight, we preach about the one who breaks the snare. Hallelujah. He's come tonight to break every snare on your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord reigneth. He is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed with strength. Wherewith he girdeth himself. The world also is established that it cannot be moved. Thy throne is established of old. Thou art from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. And the floods lift up their waves. The Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters. Yea, than the mighty waves of the sea. Thy Testimonies are very sure. Holiness become thine house, O Lord, forever. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. Get this. Get this. We talk about the fowler who's after the bird. But I read in Psalm 91 that there must be a bird that he cannot touch. There must be a bird so mighty. There must be a bird whose whose wingspan is so large that the fowler's tools are rendered useless. Because the word says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in whom I will trust. Surely he shall deliver me from from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence get this he shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust his truth shall be thy shield and buckler how do I break out of the snare I cry out I cry out to Holy Spirit I run to the one that is mightier than the fowler I run to Holy Spirit and I cry out and say I need rescued cover me with your wings cover me with your pinions oh be my fortress and be my defense in the name of Jesus hallelujah hallelujah David said keep me from the trap that they have laid for me and from the snares of evildoers let the wicked fall into their own nets while I pass by safely oh it's the beauty of the one who breaks every snare is the snare that was built for you becomes the snare you begin to use against the enemy hallelujah to God Hallelujah. Oh God. Hallelujah. David said in Psalm 124 and 7, we have escaped like a bird from the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Hallelujah. Oh God, let it be true in this room. In the name of Jesus, break every snare of the enemy. Expose every false voice. In the name of Jesus, every lie that's tried to wrap around our minds, convincing us that we'll never escape, convincing us that we're bound. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Lift your hands across this room and give him glory. Give him glory that he breaks every snare. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you don't understand how long, you don't understand how low I've gone. I'll remind you that His mercies are made new every morning. Hallelujah. Micah said, rejoice not over me, O my enemy, when I fall, for I shall rise. And when I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be ensnared. You may be stuck. But you can escape. You can rise again. You can get up again. Hallelujah. Cry out to the snare breaker tonight in the name of Jesus. Oh, God. He's near unto the broken hearted. Hallelujah. In your weakness, his strength is made perfect. And so you may be feeling weak. Maybe you haven't flown in a long time. You've been, maybe you've been on off course for longer than you care to admit. But tonight, you're going to fly again. Hallelujah. Tonight, you're going to be put back on course. Hallelujah. Oh, listen tonight. It's a trap. It's a trap. And it's far greater. Its grasp is far greater than you in and of your own power could ever escape. Bambi and I stood at a casket today of a 26-year-old girl. My cousin. I read her journals as I prepared to preach her funeral. And she said, I didn't know. I didn't know. Didn't know I wouldn't be able to escape. And she laid, 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 laid out names of people who introduced her to substances that ensnared her. take those birds and he would sell them to the highest bidder. Some to be manipulated and used as messengers. Some to be used as sacrifices. Some to be used as domesticated pets. And I remind you that the fowler has no rightful ownership on your life. There's but one who's paid the price for your liberty. There's one who was high and flew low, not because of the enemy, but because of you.
because he heard your cry. He saw you in your brokenness. And he allowed himself to be set in the trap of the enemy. And that trap was closed. But thanks be to God, three days later, the trap was broken forever. Thanks for listening. If this message blessed you in any way, please consider subscribing and sharing this podcast with someone. You can follow us on social media at Haven Youth Church. We love you, fam.